I hope you're rolled up and ready because it's time for the Bluegrass Podcast, and this week we're diving into the cannabis industry in the Emerald Triangle with the subject of today's episode, Trimigrant Part 1. Thank you for stopping by and welcome to this episode of the Bluegrass Podcast. She said now I'm a red-headed galactic installation portal revolving The night before, I lay tucked into a slightly horrifying edge of the forest in which I was asked if I could supply hard drugs. Twice. I was glad to disappoint with my answers. Asking questions in my head about cannabis and haircuts, I drifted off to sleep underneath the redwood cover. But heading out Tuesday, I got a jump start on the day. I packed up, ate a nutritious breakfast of banana, peanut butter, and date syrup on a tortilla, and I headed on the road to make it along the mystery path. Jumped forward several directions, and I made my way to the gate. With the rain coming down with sheets and every day, I was glad to grab a work trade under a roof, and especially with a legendary grower. The past year, when I'd come to Humboldt for the Gangier training, I'd bought a jar of buds in a mason jar and loved it. I'm a sucker for any container that I can then reuse as a drinking glass, and a mason jar is the queen of those containers. Really, I'll take a clean mason jar over the majority of other things. Even a regular drinking glass, usually. So to grab a glass quarter full of bud and actually want to keep the jar felt like an incredible find. What would await me was something no less than incredible. As I walked through the gate, little would I suspect that I was about to get some up... As I walked through the gate... I'd hope I'd get some up-close and personal experience with a series of beautiful strains. Offering up work without pay is a great way to learn, just saying, by the way. When you really want to learn something, just find someone who really could use some help and show up. Does wonders. And lets you be a fly on the wall in the way that you always want to do. If your goal is to learn, learn. And go straight to the source as much as you can. I got there bushy-tailed, eager-eyed, and bouncing on the balls of my feet straight into a den of sleepy individuals enjoying morning breakfast. A person I would learn was part of a film crew from Columbia, called back for my host and went through the farmhouse. Past the kitchen, I could see a wood stove and a gentleman smoking a healthy joint, playing catch-up on last week's football, American football games, generously packed with fresh herb. The joint, that is, although I don't know about the games. I walked past them and their beautiful dog to feel the gentle warm of the iron stove melt the mist from my fingertips as the heat radiated up my arms and I let the smoke from the joint waft over. Getting the chance to go and see some of those plants in the most singular way possible was incredible. There's very little chance to stand in front of the garden that grew the cannabis you were smoking against the backdrop of the redwoods and then sit there and smoke a joint looking at it. On arrival, though, There was the documentary crew, shout out to the Orange Crew and Jose, whose journey I'll link below if you want to follow the documentary, as well as a small video they shot of me for their documentary, which was super cool. I'm not sure if they'll use it, but it was still fun. They were following the farmer I was with and wanted to see just what was going on with their strains and with Humboldt County, getting some introductions as well. As different film crew members filtered through the kitchen in the sunroom, the morning began to churn a little more. 
until the person who was to be my mentor for Bakken showed me around, a regular who also plays music, showing me the best ways to get set up and lay things out efficiently for processing, clipping small branches off, breaking them off, cutting patterns to make the work less and more efficient. We were stripping the more useless leaves from the outside of the plant, like so many dry and crumbling banana peels revealing the glistening buds underneath. We also broke down the large candlebra branched plants down into more manageable single branches to take one at a time. Trying to find a way to work between the bucking sticky branches, depositing the leafy material onto tables, and moving them to preserve every single sticky trichome head possible was a challenge. I guess I should also explain the whole trimigrant thing. For people who are not from the Emerald Triangle and Humboldt, I am, now I guess as they say, a trimigrant. Used in not the nicest way always, someone who travels to Humboldt and the Emerald Triangle for the trim season to rack up cash, collect cannabis, and enjoy the harvest season in Humboldt. No small prize either in and of itself. Although my focus was more on mentorship. Since I got here, there are definitely stories of the good old days of trimigration. The golden days of being a trimigrant. Trimigrantery. Anyways, the days when double-fisted cannabis demons blaze through rows of hanging cannabis, harvesting pounds by the day and racking up serious cash doing so, getting paid a significant amount by the pound harvested. Three months of 12-hour days translating into nine months of travel or any other activity or so I'm heard. A disappeared heyday gone long ago with the cash boom of black market days gone by. A familiar story for many rural areas across the United States. Part of the job of the Gangier is not only to absorb information, but understand it and understand how to bring that information to others. The podcast lets me transmit, but there's always a separation between seeing something and experiencing something. It's one thing to understand where a grape comes from, but to understand the life of that grape before it becomes wine all the way into the bottle is another process entirely. So too with cannabis, though we definitely were not looking to crush these fruits. They did offer a deeper insight into new cannabis flowers, products, methods of creation. Every day feels a little further in my journey towards the horizon of a better cannabis future, no less because of the mentorship I've been able to receive. Watching the constant stream of buds flow from underneath my fingertips, though, and towards the slowly stacking boxes was a thrill. Watching the constant stream of buds flood from underneath my fingertips and towards the slowly stacking boxes was also a thrill. One thing I'll say about watching everything move under your fingers, you get a much better understanding of where cannabis goes, how it goes, and what the process is to get what you put in your pipe here in California at least, with every state being so segmented. As a previous dispensary employee in Illinois, it definitely made me wish I'd had this experience while working as a bud tender. It'd be an incredible standard if part of a bud tender training was a farm and a processing visit to go along with it. Imagine if every barista got the chance to visit a coffee farm and a roastery. Although I may be using the word trimigrant too, Technically, I was bucking, the stage before, separating the individual buds at their stems from the larger stems and branches from harvest. As we unwound the hanging strings, holding long, beautiful rows of buds, we separated them out into larger buds and smaller, fluffier buds, 
as well as any pieces that may have broken off, but not a bud in its own right. Over three days, I helped buck the beautiful purple, green, and golden cannabis flowers into boxes for trimmers later on. Processing is an ever-different set of standards wherever you go, like I said, and everybody has their own way of going about things. This was no exception. We removed some of the outer water leaves, the crispy outer membranes, and mostly got the bud themselves into correct sizes. With occasional visits from Jose, the director of the documentary, and our host, it was mostly just me, a speaker, and my fellow bucker, as well as a sizable amount of branches to get through. We sat there clipping and bucking and moving the table down row by row, bit by bit, as well as we could, following the branches in the rapidly emptying room. Once where there had barely been enough room for the table, now empty strings went all the way to the wall, and line by line we worked our way through. As I got ready to go to sleep, though, pulling my car through the gate and collecting my jacket, I could hear my mentor tuning a guitar in the sunroom for the documentary crew. As I said, they were a musician, too. My bucking mentor, not the farmer. And as the sweet sounds of the guitar mingled in with the cannabis smoke, I felt my lids dropping. Between a full day of bucking, smoking, and learning, it took nothing for the sweet sense of cannabis, sounds of guitar strings, and a pretty safe place to park, enough to spirit me away. Thank you so much for listening to the Bluegrass Podcast, Trimigrant Part 1. Look out for the next episode, Trimigrant Part 2, coming out this Thursday on the Bluegrass Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time. The Bluegrass Podcast. All natural, old-fashioned, Kentucky bluegrass. And if you have a moment, consider donating to our Patreon today. It's only a dollar a month to get started, and you'll get access to exclusive things like stickers and other merchandise as soon as it comes out, as well as additional content. If you'd like to follow our social media, our Instagram, Twitter, and other links are below in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the Bluegrass Podcast. We'll see you next time. If you liked our new intro song, Redheaded Galactic by Sharita Perez, Go ahead and also look in our description where you can find a link to her website and more music.